Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about how we can work well together. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about what we want to do if we're going to bear fruit for God together. You know, Christians, we're supposed to rely on each other. We should find good Christian friends that we can rely on and then be good friends so others can rely on us. And together, our responsibility is to glorify God, to bear fruit for him. So how do we do that well? In Acts chapter 13, we read about a team of five men who are preparing to do just that, to bear fruit for God and go out and preach about his son all over the world. In Acts 13, uh, it starts out telling us, Now in the church that was at Antioch, there were certain prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who was from Niger, Lucius of Serene, Manian, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. And as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then, having fasted and prayed, they laid hands on them, and they sent them away. So these are five good men who wanted to work together for God. That was the foundation. That was the, the roots of their friendship. Acts 13.2 tells us they were worshiping the Lord or, or ministering to him uh, or, or serving him and fasting. These men had set aside time because they wanted to bring glory to God and to share the good news about Jesus. And as a result of this meeting, it focused on that objective. The text tells us that nearly a dozen new congregations were established throughout Asia and hundreds of people were baptized into Christ. And Saul went on to write nearly half of our New Testament, all because these five friends decided to get down on their knees and pray together. I want to be like those Christians. And I look at their story, and it's certainly short, but it gives us some key principles or insights to hold on to if we want to work well together. First, just the fact that they are gathered together teaches us something. You know, these are men from different backgrounds. It seems like they're different generations, but they are brought together in the church at Antioch. And that's what the church does. The church is where you can make some of the best friends, the greatest friends that you will ever have in your life of all ages and all backgrounds. And we need those friends. We need those brothers and sisters that put together make a family for us. And, and too often we try to go through life alone. You know, I'm talking about loneliness this Sunday. Uh, and I came across this statistic that in the past just few decades, the number of close friends Americans claim to have has dropped by a third. And the number of people who say they have no friend at all that they can talk to about important matters has doubled to 25%. That's 25% of our society that is trying to figure out things all alone. When we become Christians, we're told we don't have to be alone again. We have the spirit dwelling within us in a, spirit, uh, a spiritual family that is going to be with us every step of our lives. So the first lesson we learn from this group of friends in Acts 13 is that we shouldn't try to go through life. We shouldn't try to go through ministry alone. Second, these men made it a priority in their friendship to worship. 
you know, find friends that you can worship God with. That is the best feeling in the world. Of course, you know, that worship, it doesn't have to be standing or sitting in a pew, singing and praying and preaching. We worship God in everything we do, or at least we should. But being with people who understand it is important to take time to focus on God, that's so important for our faith. Hebrews 10.24 says, And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. You know, often we cite that verse uh, when we're talking about your attendance in the worship service, and it's about that too. But the obligation to be together also goes beyond Sunday mornings. The, the early Christians, they were with each other all the time. They were in each other's homes. They were helping each other. They were working together. You cannot build friendships that are going to work well together to glorify God if you're only seeing or communicating with those friends in the 15 minutes after a Sunday morning service. But here in Acts 13, we also see that not only did they try to spend time together, but there was a time that they were also separated. They all started at Antioch, but the Holy Spirit led the group to only send Barnabas and Saul to go out from Antioch. And I don't believe Simeon and Lucius or Manian were done, though. We don't hear much about them uh, after the Holy Spirit says these things. We read that they continued to fast and pray. Uh, they laid hands on these men as they left. And so we see this glimpse they understood that while just two of them were leaving to go preach the gospel, God needed all of them to work together to minister to the Lord. He needed the three staying behind to encourage, to support, to be concerned about and pray for those leaving. So find friends who will make worship a priority. Spend as much time with them as you can. But then when you have to leave, keep praying for them. Keep encouraging them when you have to be apart. The final thing we see about how they chose to worship or minister God is who they relied on to guide this. It was always going to be God's way. They didn't sit down for a planning session where they told God this is what the church at Antioch was about to do. They didn't force their ideas or their plans onto God. James 4 in that story about the businessman shows us the folly in that. Instead, these five men in Acts 13 fasted and prayed. They were intensely and deliberately searching for God's will. It was not casual. It was not half-hearted. To work well together, they understood that they needed guidance from someone greater. You know, so often groups fall apart because the individual interest of each member gets in the way. So-and-so wants to do it this way, and they want to do it that way, and one side ends up going right and the other left. And to work well together, we have to be on the same page. And as people with a lot of opinions, that can be really hard. But if we can get everyone in the room to agree to let God be the one to guide the plans, then we may disagree on some of the details, but at least we're going to be going in the same direction. In Ephesians 4, Paul wrote, speaking the truth in love, you may grow up in all things into him who is the head. Christ, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. We are one body working together. But imagine your body, if your foot wanted to go in one direction, 
but your leg wanted to go in the other. It, it just isn't going to work. The head is what keeps all these different parts doing what they need to do so that the body can grow. And for Barnabas and Simeon and Lucius and Mannion and Saul, the importance of being together of finding friends that they could worship and they could minister with, of being involved with and letting their plans be guided by God was evident. And if we want to work well together too, we need to learn those lessons as well. So that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and studying God's word with you next time. Thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in his word, and I'm so glad you did it with us today. If you think it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app, whether that's YouTube or Facebook. It helps us reach more and more people with the message of Jesus every day. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Christ, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.